author of I'd Rather Die Than Obey, a women's Bible study that journeys through the book of Jonah, and I'm also host of the Unwrapping Rest podcast. And here, I encourage frazzled women to stop striving and unwrap God's gift of rest. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to episode five, Offering My Loaves and Fishes. I woke up extra early a couple of Saturdays ago, exactly one week before the scheduled launch of my debut book, I'd Rather Die Than Obey. My first inclination was to grab this computer and dive into my to-do list, to start striving to build my author career and to tackle marketing tasks so I could spread the word about the upcoming book release. Those aren't bad things. Well aside from the striving part, but I realized I was running ahead of God. I was trying to tackle assignments I'd thought of on my own or gleaned from a bevy of podcasts, but I hadn't asked for his direction, for his guidance over the tasks of my day. What could I do to bring him the most honor? I stopped to pray and knew I needed to trust him with the outcomes. I was trying so hard to orchestrate all these things. But in that moment, in that prayerful, quiet moment, I felt encouraged to rest. And then I woke up three hours later. And the words for this blog post were just in my mind. I had to grab my phone and jot them down as fast as I could so I could share them with you. See, my prayer for the book has been that I would do my part and then trust Jesus with the outcomes. He is in charge of the next steps. I have more than once prayerfully placed the written book into his hands, offering it as a sacrifice. I picture it there as the loaves and the fishes I've brought to his powerful hands to use however he sees fit. But on that Saturday, though, I realized I'm over here metaphorically browsing recipes for fish sandwiches. Hey, Jesus, wouldn't this be a good idea? And how about if you use the book this way? I'd completely taken the offering back and started working to try to divide it out to feed everyone. Does that sound familiar? I think this is why scripture teaches that we need to take up our cross daily. That we need to ask God to give us our daily bread. That we need to remember that God's mercies are new every morning. This encounter was a great example of the final step on our journey to rest. Before we get there, let's recap. The R in rest reminds us to realize we were designed for something different than all of this rushing and harriedness. 
We were made for relationship, relationship with God. We have been given the right to be adopted as his children when we put our faith in Jesus. And the E in rest teaches us to evaluate our circumstances by the eternal. Once we've done these things, we're ready for the next step, which is the letter S that reminds us to, hello Dawn, stop striving and surrender by submitting to God's supreme authority. Today, we'll add the T, which reminds us that we are to trust and live transformed. See, I don't need to pour over Pinterest for recipes for fish sandwiches. Jesus is more than capable of feeding the masses without my supervision. I can trust God with the details of my life, including whatever plans he might have for me as a writer or for any book I have written or ever will. I need to do my part, yes. I need to carry out my responsibilities, but I need to do it with a rested, peaceful heart. Beyond that, I am to trust him. I can know he is good and I can follow his leading. Rather than striving, I can live a transformed life that shines brightly with his light because I am resting in him and not striving so hard. So as I approached last Saturday's launch day, I embraced the principles of rest. We've looked at these. They include recognizing our need, evaluating our circumstances in light of the eternal, surrendering our striving, and trusting God with outcomes. Now, fast forward a week and a little bit to today, and I'm happy to report that the book launch was a success. A wonderful group of friends and family gathered to celebrate with me, and now the book is winging its way out into the world. My prayer is that God uses it in whatever way he sees fit. I know he will guide it into the hands he intended to receive it. And I pray that any words I may have written will just serve to testify to his goodness and complete trustworthiness. Oh, what a great love story our Savior wants to share with us through his word. May my book and all of my life point others to him as the only source of hope. Jesus, we thank you that you are completely trustworthy. Lord, help us to trust you. And through our trust, you will transform our lives. You will take care of outcomes. And we can rest and trust you completely. We just praise you and thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.